Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I want this special show today to be that of unity, as well as a memorial to our heroes. There's not one of us who don't have a connection of some kind to a soldier somewhere. Many who have gone on, and those who were lost in battle. Our graves, they hold many. Memorial began, Memorial Day began as Decoration Day, trying to bring a broken nation, broken families, broken communities back together. But before we get started, let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, Father, we read in Ephesians, O Lord, As we work together to build your empire, let us be the light that leads the world to you. God, teach us to be good role models to the people around us, so that when they see you and your love within us, they would want to know you more and more. God, grant us the patience to work together. Bring us all together as a family. Let us work together with understanding and compassion in our hearts. Let us not be rude or arrogant toward one another as we light the way to your heavenly kingdom. Jesus looked up in the heaven and he said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son so that the Son may glorify you. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. That is a special prayer that Jesus prayed for us. Holy Father, protect them. Protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. I ask only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me, The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, so that they may be one, 
as we are one. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made your name known to them, and I make it known so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. That's out of John 17. On this Memorial Day, Father, we pray for such a time as this that we will be, we will show that same love that Jesus has sent. May we pray for others as he prayed for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Memorial Day. We pray for those who courageously laid down their lives for the cause of freedom. May the examples of their sacrifice inspire in us the selfless love of your Son and your Lord and Jesus Christ. Father, we ask that you bless the fallen soldiers and their families, their homes, and their lives, your strength and peace. As I was preparing this show, I was looking through so many things. Memorial Day-themed verses in the Scripture. Out of Exodus twelve fourteen, This day shall be for you a memorial day, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations as a statute forever. You shall keep it as a feast. Exodus twelve fourteen. And then as I was thinking of the peace and all the things, the chaos that we have been in this country and the world, I thought of the song that we usually hear around Christmas time. Let there be peace. And what are the words of that? And let it begin with me. We can't point at our neighbor and say, you need to be peaceful if we're screaming at them. And let it begin with me. That peace that was meant to be. With God as our Father, brothers, all are we. Let me walk with my brother in perfect harmony. Let there be peace on earth. Let this be the moment now. With every step I take, let this be my solemn vow to take each moment and to live each a moment in peace eternally. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. It all started a long time ago, this thing called Memorial Day in America, as an annual observance. It can be traced back to the end of the Civil War a war in which over a half a million Americans died. Southern women scattered spring flowers on the graves of both Northern, Northern, the Union soldiers and the Southern Confederate soldiers. Many places claim to have been the original Memorial Day, such as Warrington, Virginia, and Columbus, Georgia, Savannah, Georgia, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and Bowlesburg, Pennsylvania, Waterloo, New York, which 
they seem to take the claim. But one such place was Charleston, South Carolina, where a mass grave was uncovered of 257 Union soldiers who had died in a prison camp. It was a racetrack, a horse racetrack, where they held them. Conditions were bad. At this point in time in the war, food was scarce. I imagine in that particular camp, fresh water was scarce, and they were dying, and they died of the wounds that maybe didn't get treated and of the conditions, the elements, took their lives. But on May 1st of 1865, former slaves, they organized a parade led by 2,800 singing black children in which they prayed, they read Bible verses, they sang spirituals, and they buried the soldiers with honor. So I'll picture this. They dug up this mass grave that we've been watching what's happened in Ukraine. 257 Union soldiers. They dug them up, and then they buried each one individually with honor. Because it was those deaths, those dying soldiers, that they believed gave them freedom. I hear the music. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio on this Memorial Day, and we'll be right back. Have you ever checked to see how many minerals are in the nutritional products that you take? Not many if they come from fruits and vegetables that do not average more than 12 minerals due to mineral depletion in topsoil. Minerals are the key to good health and longevity and you need lots of them. A product called Immuno 150 is only $49.95 for a month's supply and it has 70 plant minerals and 80 other nutrients. There is nothing like it on the market. Now, more than ever, you need to supercharge your immune system, and to do that, you need at least 60 minerals every day. Immuno 150 has more than 70 minerals. Visit Immuno150.com, that is I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com, or call 888-316-2224, that's 888 888- 316-2224. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt, and while the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. 
Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bringing america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com Radio. In the first segment, we finished up telling about the very first um, parade of the uh, Memorial Day that took place in Charleston, South Carolina. You know, it was a great loss to our nation. Over 600, and, well, the, the exact number they don't know, but around 620,000 Americans dead. It was split pretty much in half, 360,222 Union soldiers and 258,000 Confederate soldiers. You stop and think about that. And as I was reading and studying on Memorial Day again, you know, we, we seem to go through this every year, and we want to give the history and 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 how it began and how it is and how it has turned out to be today. But as I was reading these, a little poem came to mind. I just, I just wrote it day before yesterday. One wore gray and one wore blue. They were both brothers, believing their way was true. A nation divided and broken was lost. The price that was paid was at a great cost. No other country fought such a war for freedom, for liberty. We all were born. Their mothers did grieve, and their fathers asked why. Their sons in the blue and the gray both had to die. Dying was easy, but living is hard. For those left behind still wondering why. One wore blue. The other wore gray. Both are now at rest in a stone-cold grave. The scars that were left upon this great land 
serve as reminders that for freedom we stand. Opinions today still vary. The scars we still carry. A nation divided will never be free. United together, we hold liberty. Our land holds many of our young men. While some wore the gray and some wore the blue, their dying and fighting was for me and for you. Honor them all on this special day by living as one. United will stay. It's, um, it grieves me so much when I think about the days back then. I like to watch the old movies and, and, uh, you know, you can portray one as the unions and one is portrayed as the Confederate, as the heroes and, and really one of the best movies. And somebody had actually called me on this, uh, years ago is Ride with the Devil. And it portrays the Civil War as it took place mostly in Missouri and Kansas. A nation so divided. Pulled into the war, they didn't want to fight. In a recent devotional, Meaningful Memorials, is by Chuck Swindoll. And since we've had so much visceral hate and the destruction of monuments and Meaning of our history has been distorted. I thought it would be appropriate if I shared this devotion with you. Meaningful memorials. So these days were to be remembered and celebrated throughout every generation, every family, every province, and every city. That's out of Esther 9, verse 22. I'm sorry, 28. He goes on and he explains the Lincoln Memorial, the Vietnam Memorial. Memorials are are places provided for us to stand and be quiet, to reflect, and to pass on to the next generation the roots of a nation's heritage. They give the present significance because they give the past perspective. My fear for our present rapid-paced lifestyle is that we have so few memorials, so few monuments, even mental monuments. Life is lived in the fast lane, superficial decisions, hurry-up childhoods, so little time spent stopping and recording segments of our lives in a journal, so little emphasis on listening and learning and honoring In order to have perspective, we must have monuments and memorials, places to return to and learn from and talk about and to pass on. If we don't, we are destined to live rootless, fast-laned lives without much significance. And that's out of his book that he wrote, about Esther, a woman of strength and dignity. Did you know that each year on Memorial Day, a national moment of remembrance takes place at 3 p.m., your local time? It's more than the first day of summer. It's more than summer parades. It's more than just the first day in the opening of the public swimming pools 
We fire up the barbecue grills and we take a day off of work. But it is so much more. Memorial Day is an American holiday. It used to be just observed on the 30th of May. But that got changed. And it used to be called Declaration Decoration Day. <laughs> Almost a little foo-paw there. And that goes back to when the ladies from the South. Now, you've got to remember, in the South and in the North, but in particularly the South, brothers fought against brother, cousins against cousins. They were split on what this country was fighting for. And when they decorated those graves... It became later. It was called Decoration Day, but now it's called Memorial Day. And you know, it didn't, it started in the Civil War, but now it's about World War II and, and World War One and the Vietnam War and the Korean War and those in Iraq and Afghanistan. All our young men and women who have sacrificed. But we go to our grave sites and our, our graveyards and, and cemeteries in our local areas and we place flowers on the graves of all of our loved ones. My dad fought in World War II. My father-in-law fought in World War II. In fact, he was a prisoner. But then Congress, back in uh, 1971, they decided to make it a federal holiday. So everybody gets a day off work. (laughs) And I remember as a little girl, when they were handing out the little red poppies, you know, little, little plastic flowers. I thought they were really cool. I was a little girl. I got a flower from a stranger. And wearing a red poppy on Memorial Day began back in World War II. And that's when we had the poem. But in the spring of 1915, bright red flowers began poking through the battle-ravaged land across northern France and Flanders, northern Belgium. Canadian Lieutenant Colonel John McRae who served as a brigadier surgeon for an Allied artillery unit, he spotted a cluster of the poppies shortly after serving as a brigade surgeon during the bloody Second Battle of Ypres. The sight of the red, bright red flowers against the dreary, dreary backdrop of war inspired him to pin this poem in Flounder's Fields. In Flounders' fields the poppies blow, between the crosses, row on row. That mark our place, and in the sky the lark still bravely singing fly, scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flounders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing hands we throw. The torch be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in flounders' fields. You know, in the the poem that I wrote, I was talking about those, all of them, the north, the south, all of them who have passed away, we need to remember them. 
because those fights were about freedom. On both sides, it was about freedom. And right now, we're a nation that is just doesn't know who it is anymore. I think it's time on this Memorial Day to remember who we truly are. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Memorial Day. I don't mean it to be totally sad. We have some things to share. But it's time that we really did take that 3 p.m. moment of silence. And there's more to that. We'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio, and we will be right back. Listening to CSE Talk Radio. I hope you are having a good day. I hope you're able to uh, rest a little bit. But I wanted to share with you, and I think we did this in the past, but I think it's a good reminder. Memorial Day traditions, they've evolved over the years. You know that. I know that. But despite the increasing celebration of the holiday as a summer rite of passage, there are some formal rituals still on the books. The American flag should be hung at half-mast until noon on Memorial Day. Do you do that? We did it. I believe it was last year we did it. Right now our flag is down because it had a tear in it, and we've taken it down. I haven't bought a new flag yet. Then it is to be raised to the top of the staff after that. And since the year of 2000, when the U.S. Congress passed legislation, you know, because that's what they're there for, all Americans are encouraged to pause for a national moment of remembrance at 3 p.m. your local time. The federal government has also used the holiday to honor non-veterans. The Lincoln Memorial was dedicated on Memorial Day back in 1922, it says. So I encourage you, set your timers for that 3 p.m. And remember to take a moment of silence, perhaps say a prayer for all those that were lost, not just in the Civil War, that's where it goes back to, but all those that have been lost fighting for this nation, fighting for what they believe they were fighting for. We look back now at some of these wars and we wonder why. But those soldiers, they answered the call. So remember them. Have your flag at half-mast until noon and then raise it high and proud. And at 3 p.m., your local time, have a moment of silence. I wanted to concentrate on the Civil War because that was a great division in our country. We have gone astray, my friends, as you both, as you both, as you all know. And I have shared with you in the past, and this, you know, you get things and then they tell you, well, that's not who really wrote that, but blah, 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 blah. But it was called Civil War. And he was talking about today's conflicts. And it starts in the time when President Trump 
was elected. And all the chaos and the visceral hate, the meanness, the framing up of a president, trying to get him out from the left and the rhinos on the right. And the ones who stayed silent are just as guilty. They seem to have a way of life there in D.C. that ignores you and me. So they create chaos, a great division among the people. And it's time that we understood that we're being played. But that doesn't take away from the fact that so many of our loved ones, so many in the past of this nation, sacrificed their all. This particular coming Memorial Day, my little town has put in a memorial park. And it is to honor the veterans in this county. My father's name is on it. Rudy's name is on it. My father-in-law's name is on it. And I have a son whose name is on it. There are many names up there. And this particular Memorial Day, they are going to unveil what they have done. It's a beautiful little park. It's just a little park. There used to be a hospital there, and I was really great. I was really upset that they took that hospital down. It had been empty for years. It was a mess, but I just hate to see the old things go away. But what they have created is beautiful. It's a beautiful memory for those in this county. I have in my hand something that I am going to share with you, and I'm going to read it to you. It is called America's Godly Heritage. We have gotten away from that. We have those that preach this separation of church and state, which is a lie. And now we have shootings in schools. We kicked God out, and Satan ran right in. Godly heritage. I don't remember who sent this to me. It's out of a newspaper. And it was paid for by some beautiful folks. I don't know them. I'm not going to name them. I don't know where they're from. But I'm going to share it with you. America's godly heritage. For those who doubt or have forgotten that America was founded on Christian principles and practices. The following are quotes from our founding fathers. Patrick Henry, It cannot be emphasized too strongly or too often that this great nation was founded not on religionists, but by Christians. Not on religions, but on the gospel of Jesus Christ. John Quincy Adams said, the highest glory of the American Revolution was this. It connected in one indissolvable bond the principles of civil government with the principles of Christianity. And John Jay, the first chief justice of the Supreme Court and one of the three most responsible of the Constitution, 
for the Constitution said, Providence has given to our people the choice of their rulers, and it is the duty, as well as the privilege and interest of Christian nation to select and refer Christian leaders for their rulers. What was it here not so long ago? This is me entering here. We had those in Congress wanting to kick people out for their Christianity. This goes on. The Supreme Court went to this extent back in 1892 opinion. Our laws and our institutions must necessarily be based upon them and embody the teaching of the Redeemer of mankind. It is impossible that it should be otherwise. And in this sense and to this extent, our civilization and our institutions are emphatically Christian. The court then backed up the opinion with 87 precedents. 94% of their ideas come from the Bible. For example, three branches of government from the Bible, specifically Isaiah 33:22, And it says, For the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king, it is he who will save us. And on tax exemptions for our churches, that was found in Ezra 7:24. And here it is. You are also to know that you have no authority to impose taxes, tribute to, or duty on any of the priests, Levites, musicians, gatekeepers, temple servants, or other workers of this house of God. These quotes and little facts are no longer found in our school's history books. After all, our students, our students can't read the Bible or have a prayer in school anymore. That is unconstitutional. Or is it? For those who have come to believe that separation of church and state are the Constitution, think again. The First Amendment reads simply, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. And we'll find out more about that. When we come back, I hear the music. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. It is Memorial Day, and I pray you're having a wonderful day. And I thank you for taking a little time with me this morning. And we'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, 
delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code Bethann or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168. 6168 or go to the radio listener special page at mypillow.com promo code Bethann Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America lights on. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty Flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth and I'm sharing with you something called America's Godly Heritage. So let's continue with that. Thomas Jefferson, now we're talking about the First Amendment. Thomas Jefferson is 
is the one who coined the phrase separation of church and state when talking about an attempt to establish one religion, a denomination, as the state religion. He said the separation of church and state is a one-directional wall. Now think about that. It keeps government from running the church, but makes sure Christian principles will stay in government. He explained that. And I'm going to break here right now and let you know our politicians... They do it the other way around. The goal of the Founding Fathers in writing the First Amendment was to ensure that what happened in England would not happen in their new country, the establishment of one religious denomination superior over all others. Unfortunately, Jefferson's comments have been twisted over the years. The key date in the decline of America as a godly nation can be traced back to June 1962 when prayer in the schools was ruled unconstitutional by a Supreme Court vote of 8 to 1. The decision was based on the this 22-word prayer. Now, this is the prayer that they opposed. Almighty God... We acknowledge our dependence on Thee, and we beg Thy blessings upon our parents, our teachers, and our country. Yes, it was a bland prayer. It was so bland that the court, eight years later, said it was like, to whom it may concern prayer. Fill in Almighty God with Mohammed or Buddha or Yahweh or whoever. It's ironic that even though the Supreme Court always wrote its decisions explaining the country's history, the Constitution, etc., the decision yanking prayer out of the schools was made with no precedence. The Supreme Court simply made an announcement that they'll have, that we'll not have prayer in school. The Supreme Court ruling in June of 1963 made Bible reading and religious classes in the school unconstitutional. The decision was justified in this quote. Now, think about this. If portions of the New Testament were read without explanation, were read without explanation, they could be and have been psychologically harmful to children. The court again used no historical or legal basis for the decision. That's not all the Supreme Court has done. The court ruled that the passive display of the Ten Commandments in the halls of the schools was also unconstitutional. Why? If the posted copies of the, and this is a quote, if the posted copies of the Ten Commandments are to have an effect at all, it will be to induce the, chil- the school children to read, meditate, upon perhaps to and perhaps to venerate and obey the commandments. That is not a permissible objective. Objective. <laughs> it seems that the Supreme Court doesn't want our children to actually med- mediate upon which ideals as like, thou shalt not kill, or thou shalt not lie, or thou shalt not steal, or thou shalt not murder. The Supreme Court has come a long way from this ni- 1892 writing. 
The purest principles of morality are to be taught where they are found. That whoever searches for them must go to the source from which a Christian man derives his faith, the Bible. What's shocking is an illustration regarding the decline of SAT scores since 1962 and 63 when Christian principles were removed, taken out of the schools. According to the reports from the Department of Education, test scores on the SATs were relatively stable for the years prior to 63. Then a dramatic 100-point drop occurred that continued until the mid-70s. The reason for the slight increase, according to statistics from the uh, Department of Education, a surge in private Christian schools whose scores were averaging 100 points higher, schools that were averaging 100 points higher, schools that were teaching students on a per capita cost of $1,100 compared to the public school that was spending $3,700 per capita. National Merit semifinalists also highlighted the gap in academic excellence. The 12% who attended private Christian schools comprised of 39.2% of National Merit semifinalists. While the test scores took a nosedive after 1963, a few statistics did rise. Teen pregnancies, up 553%. Sexually transmitted diseases, up 226%. Divorce tripled. Single parent families were up 140%. Unmarried couples living together was up 353%. And America today is a world leader in violent crime, abortion, illiteracy, divorce, and illegal drug use. It's time, America, to refocus on the beliefs and standards of our founding fathers. To quote Abraham Lincoln, My concern is not whether God is on our side. My great concern is to be on God's side. The result of a Christian focus He who shall introduce into public affairs Christianity will change the face of the world, said Benjamin Franklin. For the nation and the kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish, yea, those nations shall be utterly wasted. Isaiah 60, verse 12. There was an editor's note, this is the end of the article, that said this article was taken from the Hampton Chronicle in Hampton, Iowa. It was written by the author after reviewing a video produced by David Barton, founder of the Wall Builders, a Texas-based fundamental Christian organization dedicated to restoration and rebuilding of the values on which America was built and which in recent years have been seriously attacked and undermined. And then it tells who paid for this article. My friends, this is Memorial Day. We lost our roots, our principles that the Founding Fathers established. 
from our civil wars to our arguing in D.C. and in our own state buildings. We have men and women who served and died not for democracy, but for freedom, for our republic. And it's time that we remember them at 3 p.m. Have a moment of silence. And until noon, keep your flags at half-mask. And remember all those who gave the ultimate sacrifice to bring America home. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to LovingLiberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey. Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com.